You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, it's Sean and Trisha right back at you. You're listening to this after last week's episode, but we're recording it immediately after the last one because we had such a good conversation we didn't want to finish. Yeah, exactly. That's a Wings World reference for our younger listeners. Sorry, that's a different podcast. It could be this one. It's, it's fine. All right. All right. So last week we talked about being at the crossroads. Decisions in your life, what you're going to do. Right. Okay. So when I originally came over last week, this week actually, in real life, like 45 minutes ago, <laughs> for a look behind the curtains here, but what I thought we were going to do was talk about where we would have gone, what our life would have been like had certain decisions not been made. What if-isms. What if-isms. That's right. That sounds good to me. All right. Okay. So... There's lots of them, I guess, but I think we can uh, focus on our life together. Okay. Uh, we met in the summer of 2003. Yes. We worked at the call center together. We were on the same team. And the reason we started talking was because of the big North American power outage in August. Because I, I kept to myself. Yes. I, I was... Uh, you a scary girlfriend. I, I did. <laughs> Episode 39 of the Self-Forge, <laughs> if you want to know more about that. But uh, anyway, I kept to myself. Mm -hmm. uh, we had just broken up her and I. Yes. Just, I think, that day of the power outage or before, I don't know, sometime around, that's too long ago. Yes. But uh, I was staying with my buddy Renee, and uh, the power was out, so they didn't send us home because they didn't know how long it would last. Right. It ended up lasting, what, five days or something? Yeah, well, I don't remember, but it was a It was a few while. days, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we just started talking, all of us in our row, and uh, I just sat back and listened. Mm. And then what happened? Uh, you were the only one who hadn't said anything, so everybody had gone around and, you know, kind of shared their story. How'd you get here? Where'd you come from? What's going on in your world? And uh, <laughs> everyone was done talking, and we all kind of looked over at you, and <laughs> you hadn't said anything. So I said, and you, what's your story? And uh, then Blah. verbal diarrhea is what happened. Uh -huh. Yeah, because I'd been in Timmins since that March. Yeah. And so it was August. Her and I had just broken up. I had no family here. I don't even think any of us knew you were actually with her. I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody knew anything about you. You just kind of showed up one day. And I was there, and I didn't know anybody. <laughs> right. And everybody had already been in their training classes together. Yes. And I, I didn't have a bonding team. 
Right. Well, there was uh, like what four hundred people yeah. at the time. Yeah. So. Like, how do you make friends with all these people yeah. who already know each other? Yeah. We so. don't. We make friends with you. Right. Right. So you asked me what was happening, and I said, "Oh, I just broke up with my girlfriend, and I'm thinking about moving back to the zoo." Yeah. I think that was the longest. And, and I think everybody's face was like, "Oh, wow, that's a lot of stuff." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. And uh, I don't, what happened after that? I don't even know. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, I, I know her and I ended up getting back together for about a month and a half, maybe. Yeah. And, and then um, it was falling apart again. Yeah. She was off with other dudes and doing whatever. Yeah. And you invited me for Thanksgiving. Is that how it started? Yeah. No Cause, kidding. Because I had nowhere to go. Oh, right, right. And it was your daughter Dakota's eighth birthday. Oh. I met her on her eighth birthday. Yeah. And then we went out to your dad's camp. <laughs> Which we still talk about to this day. I'm not surprised. <laughs> 16 years later. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, very entertaining. Well, yeah, because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, that was fun. And your dad was a big scary man. Well, only to you. Well, yeah. But yes, it was, uh, you were a little intimidated. A little bit. Yeah. And yeah, everybody was there too. Yeah, your whole family. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but it was fun. We had a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You tried well. You tried wild turkey for the first time. Had the last time. <laughs> that was fun. Yes, it was <laughs> smooth. Yes, yeah. Because I wanted to impress your dad. Yes. So I was gonna take a big swing. Yes. It was not good. No. No, it tasted it's like, like varnish. Fire burning. Yeah. 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 It's pretty. Dragon's bile. Yes. Mm-hmm. That happened. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I moved in with Renee. Yes. Because I moved out of Lynn's house. And uh, I maybe spent uh, seven or eight days there in four months. Yeah, because you were at my place. We just we just hit it off. Yeah. Well, I and it's funny because when we first started, people said, "Well, how did that even happen?" I'm like, "I don't know. He just came over one day and never left." Yeah. It was just mine. That's it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Here I yeah. am. Yeah. 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 So so the big what if. Where would I be if the power outage of 2003 did not happen? I think you would have come back to the zoo. I think I would have. Your mom really wanted you to come home. She did. She was really upset that you didn't. Yeah. I remember that clearly. Because I'd been away for a few years. Yeah, and you were her Shawnee. I was. And she loved you. Yeah. You were her favorite. So I can't even begin to speculate where I would be in my life. Well, you had two choices. You really loved being in North Bay. Yes. And all your buddies were in North Bay. That's right. I could have Frank, gone back. Frank was in North Bay and he wanted you to come back. Yeah. So you could have gone back to North Bay or you could have gone to the Sioux. So you had three options. Stay in Timmins, go to the Sioux, or go to North Bay. So in your reality, you stayed here and here you are. Yeah. You could have gone back to the Sioux. That would have been tucking my tail between my legs and just giving up. Yeah, I know you, you didn't want to do I that. I didn't want to. No. So I didn't. No, but you could have, and what would you have done in the zoo? I have no idea. Like, I can't even begin to think what I would do. Would I, would I have applied at the steel plant, maybe? Maybe. Wasn't your brother talking about the uh, uh, lottery thing at the t- right. casino or something? Yes, I think I did apply to the lottery corporation. Yes. And I, I did get called for an interview, yeah. but I was going to teacher's college, so I didn't take it. So you could have gone to work at the Lottery Corporation? So I could have never gone to North Bay, never would have met Lynn, never would have come up here. Holy, that's a whole other crossroads, right? I, I could have been a big shot in the Lottery Corporation. There you go. Mm-hmm. But then you'd be hating that. 
Probably. Because all these people would be winning money and none of it was yours. <laughs> right. You'd be pissed. <laughs> that does sound like something that would be my attitude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move along in the timeline. Right. I, I stayed. Yeah. We met. Yeah. Fell in love. Yeah. Had kids. Yeah. Uh, lived in a bunch of different houses. Yeah. We're together for nine years. Yeah. And then I left. Yeah. And that is the one thing I think about a lot. I... Should I, I have stayed? I know you do. Well... I know that you think very badly of this particular moment. Bad Sean, bad Sean. Yeah, but you know, I don't think that your life would be your life if you had stayed. I think there were lessons that you needed to learn. I think there was life that you needed to live. Spiritual progress I needed to make. Yeah, and because as a teenager you didn't do anything like that. No. And in college you didn't do anything like that. Not really. At some point... As a human, you need to go through a certain thing. And I think that was just your time. I, I was delayed. Yeah. Developmentally delayed? Um, I think emotionally. Definitely delayed. emotionally delayed. For sure. Yeah, I was, I was sheltered a lot by mom. Yeah, well, and I said throughout our history together, every time something happened, I felt guilty because I felt like all I ever did was teach you the horrible life lessons that you needed to learn. Right. I still feel like that. You still do. Well, because you left, right? I did. So that was a horrible life lesson that you needed to, needed to learn, and I was the one who taught it, you know? Right, right. And the thing is, I didn't want to be like my dad. Right. Because they divorced when I was five. Yeah. I left when Bishop was six and a half. Yeah. So I was with him a little bit longer, but I still feel like I missed out on a huge part. You did and you didn't. I think that both of us saw the emotional trauma that you endured because of your parents' relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, personally, I didn't want my boy to go through that. I didn't want him to feel any of what you felt. When we had our one therapy session and the first thing out of your mouth was, my parents divorced when I was five. Right. I thought, holy shit, that could be Bishop. And I never, ever wanted to make him feel that way. Because it was the the noose around my neck. It, It was the thing that defined me. I was a child of a broken home. My right. parents got divorced when I was five. Right. And it, it killed me. And I didn't ever want Bishop to feel that way. Good. I needed him to understand that, you know, once upon a time you and I loved each other. And whether or not that rings true right this second, the fact that we're his parents does not change anything. That's right. And so I've tried very hard to keep that in mind, even when you were with Bridget. Because that was a tough pill for me to swallow. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But I tried. I tried very hard to be accommodating and uh, forgiving mm-hmm. and let it go for Bishop's sake. And for my sake, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not an angry person by nature. No, you're not. I can't hold on to it. It's, it's very, it's exhausting. It is. And I can't have that kind of emotional drainage, I guess. I don't know how else to explain it other than it sucked the life out of me. Yeah. To have so much hate. So I just let it go. It was just easier for me to let it go. If you were happy, who was I standing in your way? I promised a long time ago. Yeah, you did. Before, you know, when if, we first got if together. If you're ever not happy, you need to just tell me. Mm-hmm. Because so many of the people that we knew stayed together for the kids. Yeah. Or they stayed together because of this. And then they end up hated each other and they treated each other so badly. Right. And it was hard to watch our... Not our parents, but our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. Seeing how they treated each other, that was really oh, difficult we to saw, see. We saw a lot of that. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were the product of that, too. And I never wanted my boy to feel that way. No. So I did whatever I had to do. Yeah, and, and that's that's the one thing I think about. What if I hadn't left you for her? I don't know. I can't even imagine where we would be. Because what kind of person... I would hate you. What kind of person was I seven years ago? You would you you're, you shut down completely. We could never have had this conversation. No. We couldn't have any conversation. As soon as the... Uh, as soon as you started to feel any kind of anything in your guts... As soon as I started to talk to you, you would legit shut right down. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even think anymore. Yeah, I, right. Mm -hmm. And it was like it, it was visible. It was like a switch flipping. I felt it. Yeah. And, and I couldn't control it. I couldn't stop it. And it used to drive me crazy. I wanted to just shake you. <laughs> right. Stop like, it. Yeah. Like yeah. just talk to me. Just say the words. I don't care what they are. Just say them. Couldn't do it. I know. I don't even know why. Well, I up, do. Up, Your mom. Upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The honesty of your emotions were never allowed because it was so upsetting to your mom. Shh. We yeah. don't talk about that, Shawnee. Yeah. We don't talk about that. Yeah. So. It just hurt her so bad. And I think that speaks, you know, it speaks volumes as to what she went through. Oh, yeah. She, you know? she had a traumatic childhood. Yeah. All kinds of stuff that I've learned since. And that generation, too, that you don't talk about. No. This. No, you don't. And she... And she would say made that. Made you really, like, that was something that really resonated with you. And whereas my family... You guys talked about everything. I know. You had such a big, loud family talking about everything. It was, I'd have to sleep for three days after yeah. a family gathering. Yes, I remember. You were exhausted. Yeah, couldn't do it. Yeah. Because our, our families were always low-key. Yeah. You know, we'd get together, but it was fine. And The one thing that I remember, the hugest difference between your family dinner and my family dinner... I could sit there and I could hear everybody eating. And mine. I was shocked. I was so shocked. I was like, wow, nobody's even... I can hear you chewing. <sighs> That's your what? favorite. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just so taken aback. Like, you, nobody talked. Nobody conversed. I, it was just... I was just shocked. It was shocking to me because I didn't even know that that existed. Right. How do you all get together yeah. and not talk? That's the way it went. I know. Mm -hmm. it, and it was crazy. It was always quiet. Yeah. Where comedy and commentary collide. Thunder Talk brings a unique variety show style twist to the fandom podcast genre. We drop music from some of today's hottest up and coming artists. We discuss topics of social and political relevance and deliver our sideways take on the world at large. If stand up comedy, NPR, the Millennium Falcon, and classic MTV had a baby, it would be Thunder Talk. Thunder Talk is part of the ESO network. Find us at thundertalk.org and on all podcasting platforms. And then you and your loud family, totally different. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it. Yes. Because it was different. And entertaining. Yes. 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 But it was exhausting. Yes, I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could last about four hours and then you'd be like, okay, we gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go to bed right now. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that... So had we stayed I together? I think you would have hated me. You think so? Yeah, I think you would have done something horrible. Something else horrible. Yeah. Well, you talk about things happening. So if you're... If you push it all in and keep it all in, it comes out in another way. Because that was... What our family did was repress everything. Yeah. Think about... And this is... I've heard this before. I don't remember where I heard it, but it was the most... Uh, poignant explanation I could ever, ever, ever hear about emotions. 
So think about the absolute worst time you were ever sick. You had the flu where it was, you didn't know which way it was coming out. Right. And how, if you held it in, where would it go? Inside if you had some, to puke yeah. really bad, it would come out your nose. Yeah, it would. Or your ears. Yeah. Or your eyes. It, it would come. It would, uh, that's it would, coming out. Yeah. There is no holding that in. You can't stop it. So it's the same with emotions. Yeah. It's it going to come out one way or another. Mm -hmm. So I think that at that point in your life, you needed something drastic. I did. And you needed someone to be on your side. And she was. Yes. She was everything that I needed someone to be. I know. I know she was. And I told you that at the time. And I still don't know if that was real or not. Well, I think it was real for you. Yeah. And I think it's who she is, so it was real for her. Yeah, makes sense. Like, she, that's the type of person that she is. That's how she expresses her love, and that's how she has lived her whole life. So, for her, it's very real. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it not real. It just right. makes it hurtful and frightening for anybody. Because it's like, last week we were talking about how you jump into these decisions. Yeah. And then it's always a disaster. But I thought about it for a long time. And I analyzed every possibility, and I was still wrong. Well, because the truth was not something that you were willing to admit to yourself. Probably because the not. truth of it was, she needed you to rescue her, yeah. and you wanted to be the rescuer. You wanted to be the hero of the story. Right. I was the hero of your story for so long, mm -hmm. you wanted to be the hero, and you didn't know how. Yeah. You always felt like you could never do anything. You never contributed. And I... You didn't understand that I didn't want you to contribute. I wanted you to be my partner. And, I couldn't. and that's something that you didn't understand. You felt like you couldn't meet that challenge. I didn't know how. But you didn't get it. You didn't have to do anything special. You just had to match your actions to your words. Aha. Uh -huh. That's all I ever wanted was right. for you to match your actions to your words. And I think I still say that to you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you, that's still the thing that you struggle with the most. Yeah, Probably. Like, I'll, I'll give you the fact that you're a bazillion times better than you were at 27. Like, you're, um, I can't even tell you how many examples and how many times that I was like, fuck yeah, he finally gets it, you know? But that's not to say that you're perfect, well, of no, course. Because Cheryl is a perfect example of how your actions don't match your words. What do you mean? Well, she has the opinion that... You are never going to not be hers. And she has to get that from somewhere. So somewhere along the way, your actions didn't meet your words. Okay. I, I'm not saying that they don't now, but mm -hmm. what I'm saying is somewhere along the way, your actions didn't meet your words. So right. she's of the opinion that you're just saying that. Uh, I, could, I could see that. And we you know? kind of talked about that in our episode, her and I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Because not, I, I kept going back. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd say, never again, never again, but then you go back. Yeah. It's hard to, people always say, you can't have respect for someone who doesn't respect themselves. Right. So if you can't respect yourself enough to, to say the honest truth, when you're asked the honest truth, why should they? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, the best relationship that I have right now are with people who aren't afraid to tell me the truth. And I think that that's something that you struggle with. Because... The way we were raised is you don't tell people things that might hurt their feelings. Like, for example, the first time you met your mom, my mom, mm -hmm. she asked you what you thought of something. Yeah. And you told her. Yeah. And she never forgave you because you gave her the truth. Never. Nope. Years later, she was still mad at me about that. Yeah. 
And it was something so insignificant. It, it didn't matter to anything. Right. Uh, uh, I, like, yeah. I loved her. Yeah. You know, and there was a billion other things in the house that I loved. I loved the way she could take a dying plant and make it beautiful. But, so, but mom was her things. Yes. So if you didn't like her things, that means you didn't like her. But I loved so many of her other things. But it didn't matter. I know. She could only see the one. I know. And it was sad. And she kept everything. Remember, she had like three hutches. At least. Like big, big ones. Yeah. Filled with all the dead relative stuff. Yeah. Plus her own stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your mom was very attached to things. Yes. Everything had a a story behind it and it was invaluable to her. And she knew all the stories. Oh. And now that she's gone and I'm left with most of this stuff, I have nobody to ask what this stuff even means. Yeah. And why am I holding on to it? Because it was important to her. Yeah. Do I need it? No. It's just weighing me down. Yeah. See, and maybe because we split up, I, I left, mm -hmm. I've got to go through all these things that I've gone through, and I can see this perspective now. Yeah. Because I know for a fact that if we had stayed together, I would have never discovered podcasting. No. Uh, I'd probably still be shut down and yeah. miserable. You would hate me. Three inches shorter, hunched over, yeah. gray hair. Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. You just, you didn't understand Life. gratitude and appreciation. Those, those two not. things, you didn't really have any, because nothing had ever been, you had never had to uh, deal with your own mistakes. Right, because you know? they were swept under the rug. We well, talk, not we only that, that, your mom always made it okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was always someone else's fault. Yes. Even our breakup was my fault. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so I, I think maybe it turned out for the best, for my uh, development so. and progress. I think for all of us it did. Yeah. Think about the difference between what love would look like to Bishop if we had stayed together. Well, because we would have been... Miserable. Right. So what would love look like? Uh, resentment. Yeah. And repression. Yeah. And we don't talk about it. Yeah. And, and how quiet the house would be. Yes. And how miserable you would be. Uh -huh. And I would be. Yeah. That's not good for anybody. No. No. And, and even though... A big part of me wishes that we had our family intact and it was happy and great. Because mm -hmm. I look around and I see all these people who have been together forever and their kids and they all look happy. But who knows what it's really like. But, they, but I wanted, are happy and great. We, we are. But I, I wanted the family life that I never had. Well. And I didn't know how to. I think that you have that. You think so? Your son loves you. He does. And he loves being with you. Yeah. And you're having fun together. We are. And you're finally watching movies. Yes. And he gets your Star Trek references. He's starting to. And he's got his own comedic <laughs> personality. Oh, he's he's uh, right. He, he's he's a character. And think about how different that would be if we had stayed together. Yeah, probably not good because I keep remembering this one story you told. Uh, all my collectibles were downstairs, and everybody knew not to touch them because that's Sean's stuff. Mm -hmm. And you said, well, "Bishop's found out this trick where if you take the toy." You look at it, you play with it, but if you put it back in the dust hole, then everything's okay and Sean won't know. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And how sad is that? That's no way to live a life. No. So. Now he'd, be, he'd trash the place. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Just walk in like a bull in a china shop, that kid. Yes. But, uh, but think about how freeing he is and how easily he speaks to us mm -hmm. and how everybody loves him. Well, we just got a text. Yes. Because he's out at a birthday party for a yeah. sleepover weekend. 
and and the dad just texted me I, back because I said, "Hey, when's Bishop going to be home?" And he yeah. says, "Soon." That's a great kid you got there, by the way. Yeah. So that's nice. How fantastic is that? That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him. Yeah. He's happy. He's himself. Uh, he is unapologetically himself. But we're talking about body image and how he is just doesn't like he has no self uh, awareness. Uh, well, he does have self awareness, but he's not shy about his body at all. No, <laughs> he's he's a bit overweight, and he just flops around. His belly's hanging out. He'll walk around without a shirt. Listen, he doesn't care. They were in Giant Tiger trying to find a belt for him for his pants, and he lifted up his shirt, tucked it under his armpits and around his back. <laughs> playing with the belt in the and store. Dakota his sister was like Good God Bishop there's people <laughs> she just stood in front of him and she was like la 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 but he doesn't care he's no. like look at me this is who I am if you don't like it fuck you <laughs> you know that's such a good thing how many kids can say that not many Everybody's... especially in this day and age I, I couldn't have right no it's it's crazy and I and just the love that I have for this child is amazing mm-hmm so you think we're living in the best possible timeline? Um, Maybe not the timeline we know. want, but the timeline we deserve? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wish we had a magic mirror that we could access the right? different timelines. But that would shape what we do, though. It would. That's but, the but, problem with that. But it, it would be nice to see what alternate universe Sean is up to. You think that when we die, we get to know all the timelines? I've always thought that. And have that. all that knowledge? I hope so. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be amazing. That's a good story for a book. It is. Or for uh, something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a cloud atlas, right? Uh, something like that, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I'm proud of who you are. I'm sorry that we couldn't be the family that you always wanted. I feel sorry that I couldn't just love you and not love the this you. Because I think this I guy yeah. is who I was trying to tell you to who be. you needed to be. We were 16 years too early. I know. And that's, I feel that sometimes, like, I just wish you could see you now. And I think I said that to you often. You did. I wish you could see the human being that I think that you could be if you just put in a little bit of effort and had a conversation. Because honestly, you just needed to have a conversation. Right. And I think I've been putting in the work. For sure. I've been trying. For sure. And I think the conversations that you're having with these people that you know now, um, like Tracy and uh, Heather and... Everybody you've met, you go out of your comfort zone so often. This trip that you just took, like seven, ten years ago, you never would have taken that. I would have been scared to death. Never would have done it. It wouldn't have happened. No. Would have talked. Would have talked about it. Oh, you would have talked about it for years and you would have been pissed off at yourself because you never did it, but you never would have done that. True. So the fact that you had, you have done it and the fact that, you know, you're, uh, you're doing all these things, I think that's just a true testament to learning your lesson and moving forward. Better late than never? I don't know. Better late than never. I think it just happened the way it was supposed to happen. All in good time, my friend? I guess so. I don't know. And we've come a long way. Oh, for sure. From from seven years ago when I left to now? You know, it's like I said, it's a lot of effort to hate someone for so long. You're the father of my child. Mm-hmm. His well-being is more important than my hate for you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I know that you didn't intentionally set out to hate, hurt me. No, never. That. I thought we were going to be together forever when we got together. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just, it's pointless. I think anger is pointless. And I think that you make the best of a situation, no matter what. 
and everybody always says, oh, I do anything for my kids, I do anything for my kids. I think this is doing what it takes for my child to have a happy life. Because he's happy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And we're parenting. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that This is how it's supposed to go, right? Uh-huh, I think Let's so. Let's not fuck up our kid any worse than he can do himself. <laughs> right. Uh, that's that's my... I, I know it's a low bar, <laughs> but... Well, and, and I'd say I was uh, coming from behind, but I've... Uh, I've gotten there. Well, you had the life you had. I did. Uh, and, you know, I can't make excuses for it, but it, shit happens. It does. And here we are. And here we are. And we did it. And we did it. There you go. And we have a great boy. We do. We do. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a great conversation again. All right. Thanks for being part of the Soul Forge. Of course. Uh, listeners, do all the things, all the social media. Do all the things. Do all the things. Say yes. Check us out on Spotify. Yeah. Stitcher. Tune in if that still exists. Maybe we're on Pandora and Podomatic. I don't even know. <laughs> I think you're just making stuff up now. <laughs> they're, they're actual places. Cool. I don't know if I'm on all of them. All right. Maybe. You need a you need a marketing associate? I do. I need a secretary for my podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but until next time. All right. Have a great day. And remember, if you're offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask what seat. Just get on. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge podcast. Find us on Twitter at SoulForgePod or email the show via soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Soulforge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.